The War for Reality 2 Liberals claim all truth is relative. This is the same as saying all opinions are fictions, therefore, all statements and propositions are equal. If this is true, reality does not matter. No truth has more value than any other. This position is insane. But if there is no truth, then one cannot be insane, for there is no reality. Denying the existence of an objective reality and truth removes from humanity our ability to make real choices. If every choice is the equal of all other choices, there are no heroes and no villains and no right or wrong. No one does the right thing, and no one does wrong. Regardless of outcome or consequences, there are no absolute good outcomes and no standards that have objective validity. All propositions cannot be relatively true because the claim sets forth at least one absolute truth, which is the claim itself. Truth exists as non-relative absolute or not at all. If all truths are relative, as the claim asserts, there must be at least one absolute true statement. The claim all truths are relative is contingent truth, if true. The statement is an absolute truth, if false. The claim there is no absolute truth and no unquestionable reality is a contraction. Statements that contradict their premise do not make sense. Logically, we have to claim there is an unquestioned reality. If we reject the proposition that absolute truth is possible, then ownership is a relativistic concept. If authorship defines ownership, then the condition of ownership becomes an absolute truth. There is only one author of an idea. Only one person authors each and every thought. If reality tells us that all ideas originate in a single mind, how can reality be relative? An original thought is an absolute. Every idea and discovery originated as a thought in the mind of a sentient being. Authorship is the only source of equity. Authorship is the only source of originality. If it is original, it is absolute. Equity is always the product of a single individual mind. Equity is the only thing humans can create. Equity is all we can claim to own. We own only what we author. It is authorship that validates ownership. Ownership is restricted to the ownership of equity because all humans do is add value to what already existed. The state is incapable of paying the costs it creates. The state is not a mind and cannot create reality. The state has no originality. Because the state does not create the state cannot own. By definition the state is a pariah. Liberalism is relativism turned into political theater. Relativizing reality turns citizens into subjects because it removes rights from authors. Subjects are people without rights to the equity they create. Subjects have legal rights given to them by the state. These rights are relative and conditional. Liberalism precludes the absolute right of ownership to the equity we create.
The state generates social costs. Social costs turn citizens into subjects. If we think of citizens as people who have the rights of authorship, then subjects have conditional ownership rights. Subjects are exposed to social costs imposed by the state. Markets have no mechanism that allows the state to expropriate what workers create. Taxation corrupts and distorts the mechanisms of the market. To make taxation possible, the state creates a currency owned and controlled by the state. This gives the state access to the accounts of its subjects. Money is a unit of account created by the mechanisms of the market, backed by equity. In this sense, money and currency are different things. Money is an abstract unit of account created by the market in response to changes in the equity values of the market. Units of account are quantities that allow transaction values to be recorded as credit and debits. The credit column records cash in and the debit column records cash out. Cash is equity, given a physical form or equivalency. Currency is created by increases in equity and is issued as preferred shares. Preferred shares measure the amount of equity in an economy. If someone builds a birdhouse, the birdhouse and the materials that compose it are assets. All products and services are composed of assets plus equity. Equity is the value of the product minus costs. The builder is entitled to the equity portion of the birdhouse. The equity value is the value of the labor that transformed materials into finished product. Equity is assets minus costs or liabilities. E equals AL. The liability is the material cost. The equity portion is the labor value credited to the worker. The equity portion of the asset is issued as preferred shares payable to the account of the author of the equity. In this case, the liability portion represents the natural value of the materials used. When Bill purchases goods or services from Jack, preferred shares in Bill's account are transferred to Jack's account. The sale price is debited the buyer account and the seller account is credited. Starting a business requires a business account be opened. The new business is represented by a ledger. Its capital account is credited with the assets needed to start the business. Those who contribute the assets have their accounts credited with the value they provided. If the business is a bakery, those who contribute assets needed by a bakery are credited the value provided. Those who work for the bakery have their accounts credited for the work they do. Those who purchase bakery products have their account debited the value of the goods purchased. To pay off member debt, bonds may be sold to members. The cash earned is used to purchase member debt from banks. Those buying bonds have their accounts credited with an equal amount of preferred share units, prefers, P, a contraction of preferred shares. No claim on equity created by another is valid without an equal corresponding benefit to the seller provided by the buyer. 
The war for reality is a war between two different conceptual systems or philosophies. A philosophy is a way of understanding or conceiving of reality. Philosophers do not define reality, markets do. It is said we cannot serve two masters. No, where is this truer than when dealing with economics? Do we cater to the needs of the state or the needs of business? The war for reality is a war for sanity. Insanity is working without pay and paying costs when we receive no benefit. The state is a pariah because it pays for nothing it gets. The state exists only by expropriating the wealth of the worker. One reality is centered on man as the measure of all things. The power of man is expressed through the state and the regulatory power of its institutions. The other reality is truth-centered. The reality of the saints is focused on accountability. The two realities are philosophies or ontologies. The two realities are two different ideas as to why things exist. One reality is phenomenological. Secularists think reality is physical. The other conception of reality believes reality is analytical. Analytical reality is based on truth. The result of these two ways of seeing things is two social systems. One system is market-driven, the other is capital-driven. One reality is worker-driven and the other is elitist. The war for reality has many different elements. Another way of characterizing this war is as a conflict between two different economic systems, one based on cash and the other on capital. Cash is the quantification of barter. Cash-based markets are an extension of the barter system. Cash simply quantifies the items barter to make the exchange simpler. Capitalism is an asset-based reality. Even the currency of capital-based systems is an asset. Asset-based currencies are owned. Currencies are not just units of account, they are assets in their own right. Capital currencies represents property or capital. In capitalist reality, people are able to own assets. Assets are physical. They are natural, but no one created anything natural but God. Therefore, capitalists essentially put themselves in the place of God. Globalism is the final stage of mankind's desire to be in the seat of the Most High. The war for reality is the war for sanity. Sanity requires accountability because morality requires we be accountable for the costs we create. Markets reflect sanity because the decisions we make when subjected to the mechanism of the market are based on real costs. Capitalism or free markets, as contrasted with a civil market, are corrupted by the use of capital currencies. The money used is an asset as well as a unit of account. Civil markets are linked to a political jurisdiction. They are also worker-based. Civil markets are local as the currency is often tied to a particular pool of assets. Civil markets are considered better than a free market 
because a free market is open and provides no feedback loop or factual information. The war for reality is a war for your mind. It is a war about what is real. Reality is what has value. Work creates value. The reality of the elites is a world of illusion. The elites would have us believe wealth is in property which they rent out to us. True wealth is solely in labor and in the value created by labor.